friends, this is Katie, host of the true crime podcast, Malice and Mocktails. Join me every Monday as I dive deeper into both vintage and contemporary true crime cases from across the globe. And because true crime can be a bit of a bummer, I also share at the end of each episode, delicious mocktail and other alcohol-free beverage recipes. Thanks so much for listening. Cheers. Hey, Sam. Hey, Paige. What you doing? Oh, you know, just trying to fight the urge to uh, shove a drunk moose out of a plane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're fighting that urge. It it helps that I don't have a plane or a moose. (laughs) Yeah, there's not many here in Tennessee. No. I wonder if it's illegal in Tennessee, too. No, but I know that it's illegal to shoot a whale from your car. In Tennessee? Yeah. Anyways, what else are you doing besides that? (laughs) (laughs) We are recording a podcast. What's that podcast called? M-Cubed. Murder, Mystery, and Mayhem. Motherfucker. The ad you heard at the beginning was Katie with Malice and Mocktails. I've been drinking just a little bit. Just my face is already red. Are you serious? It's because yes. it's been sitting in there for so long. Yeah. This is my third glass. It's just gotten stronger. But that's not the type of mocktail she talks about. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she comes at you every Monday. Oh, every Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tells us true crime stories from all over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not just like recent cases. It's stuff further back, too. And then instead of dumbassery, she tells us recipes for mocktails. Which look damn good. They really do. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to try some of those. Yeah, we are. But she posts the recipes on Instagram, uh, so you can you can try them out yourself, too. Yeah, and go follow her. Don't forget to go follow her on Instagram. Yeah, why is that? Because it's lit. We got another state today. <laughs> Maine! Yes, so now we are down yeah. to five states that we do not have. Oregon, we coming for ya. North Dakota, we coming for ya. Alaska, what up? Rhode Island. Yeah, Rhode Island. <laughs> what the hell? And Wyoming. And Wyoming. We gonna probe you. <laughs> Just wait. It's gonna happen. So dirty. Maine took it very gently. <laughs> it may not be for the rest of ya. <laughs> Listen, we tried. We tried doing it easy. Paid you too much. <laughs> <laughs> Why you do this to me? <laughs> you shouldn't have let me drink. It's almost fucking here, too. I'm gonna have it to, is. You want to turn the air down? It's getting hot in here. <laughs> do you take the batteries out of that for your fob, too? No. It's rechargeable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's not often that you get my face in <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I've checked all of our Apple and 
all that to see if we have any new ratings or anything like that, but we don't. Okay. So I don't think so. Just excited that we got Maine. Absolutely. Very much so. We're going to have to get Vaseline for the rest. <laughs> Does Vaseline have a freezing point? <laughs> I'm only asking, asking because of Alaska. <laughs> Alaska, what kind of lube do y'all use? It's asking a for a question. <laughs> asking for a friend. Do you spit on it? <gasps> oh my god, that would be terrible too because it would freeze. <laughs> well, Blubber. Oh god. <laughs> This is going to be an interesting episode. (laughs) So moving on. No news. Enough about probing. Uh, yeah. So I guess we'll just jump right into this episode. My favorite part about Tennessee is that you can find just about anything you want on the internet. Anything at all. That includes Court of Appeals documents. And that's where we found this case. (laughs) Completely by accident. Then I did research. So we found this case on the Court of Appeals website and it was... Interesting enough to catch our eye, and we decided to dive in. In June of 2015, a woman named Stacy Wartman was preparing for her youngest child's birthday. Stacy and her husband, Fred Austin Wartman III, were in the process of getting a divorce, and at this particular moment, there was a restraining order that was keeping him from being in physical contact with any of them. Unfortunately, because they had children, the court will not say stay away from all of them altogether, no contact. But I digress. She was getting ready for all of the birthday festivities, and there was a phone call from Wartman. And I'm going to call him Wartman because I feel like that's a really good name for him. (laughs) He calls, and he wishes his youngest child a happy birthday. They have a little chit-chat for a minute. Nothing crazy. They hang up. Party goes on. All is well. And then as Stacy is cleaning up from the birthday party, a couple of TBI agents pop in and told her that her husband had been arrested. He was arrested for attempting to hire an undercover TBI agent to kill her. He wins the douchebag of the year award. The fuck? Yeah. But wait. There's more. <laughs> so happy that you finished that. <laughs> but before we get into the more... I'm going to dig into their background a little bit. And the background I'm going to give you is from Stacy, from a interview she did with a local paper. But the basic gist was Stacy and Wartman met at the University of Tennessee. They started dating. All was great. Apparently, it was some accomplishment that he played on the practice squad for the football team. I don't know anything about sports at all. Or at least I know enough to get by, but... What the fuck is a practice squad, and why do I just have this image of him getting tackled a bunch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, Stacy and Wartman got married in 2001, and she described him at that time as charming and smart. He was always quick to help a friend. Apparently got tackled too much because his brain cells are gone. Absolutely. Sorry. Um, he was always quick to help a friend and even strangers. Wartman, the charming man apparently, had a dual major or had dual majors, and was able to become not only a physical therapist, but an attorney. Now, I know what you're thinking because I had the same thought. Yes, he later represents himself. Stacy was studying education and later became a kindergarten teacher. Aw. It looks like he went into these dual careers, did both. I'm not sure how long it lasted. 
honestly, the timeline with this, the interview was like a little bit wonky. So what do you mean dual? Uh, So like physical therapist and attorney. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. So he graduated with both. Mm -hmm. He was able to pass the bar. It was, he probably was uh, in physical therapy until he passed the bar and then switched over to only attorneying. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Attorneying. Attorneying. Yeah. It's it's a real word. Nice. Look look it up. (laughs) (laughs) No, where am I? Oh, (laughs) so after they had their first child, Stacy quit her job as a teacher and became a stay-at-home mom so she could take care of all of all of those things. Wartman, still uber charming at this point, apparently, somehow managed to convince people to elect him to the Collierville School Board. And that's amazing to me. You'll understand why I'm amazed by that. <laughs> he also convinced another attorney to, be- to partner with him and create Cox and Wartman PLLC. Their specialty was handling cases for the elderly and people with special needs. So again, another how moment with this with this man. I don't to atone for his other sons. I guess. I But this was before he did anything crazy that you know of other than adultery. I was about to say, you don't know. I don't. This is just what was charged. Right? <laughs> uh, this is just what we know of. Yeah, this is yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so after a while, their kids got older and Stacy went back to school. Or not back to school, but back to the school and started working as mm-hmm. a special education assistant. And then at some point, timeline's not the best, Wartman went on to work at the University of Memphis in 2002. And according to Stacy, it was around this time that there seemed to be a shift in his personality or thinking. She later states... He became the type that seemed to be above the law, which explains his later actions. Mm-hmm. Power hungry. In 2014, she filed for divorce, and at this point, they were married for 13 years. So, why would she ask for a divorce from this selfless, wonderful man? <laughs> because he was a massive douche canoe. It's the general consensus, I think. The basis was technically adultery, but I'm sure if you looked into their actual court Documents, it would be adultery and then irreconcilable differences, which is a blanket statement for almost all divorces in Tennessee. It's just like, we can't reconcile, just let me get away from this person. Yeah. And that blanket statement helps not dig into details unless it gets ugly. But anyway, Stacy alleged that that Wartman had numerous affairs throughout their 13-year marriage. Within a couple of months of filing for divorce, Wartman moved out of the home, but he still maintained contact with the kids. It didn't seem like, it, from from what I've seen and read, that Stacy Woman is a freaking saint, by the way, but that's beside the point. Um, it doesn't seem like his douchiness ran over to his kids. Yeah. Like, he, he seemed like an okay dad. Wasn't a massive asshat to them. <laughs> Even Stacy say, says later that there was no domestic violence or abuse or anything of the sort. He was just couldn't keep it in his pants. Stacy says he wanted to have this picture-perfect life, but he also wanted to do his fun stuff on the side. So he wanted his cake and eat it, too. Absolutely. So, at this point, he was losing control of the whole picture-perfect life. They were splitting up. He's an attorney, so it could technically get nasty, and he has uh, his whole persona to uphold that everybody sees out in public. Sounds like he is having to live with his consequences. Oh, yeah. But he does not want to. Of course not. Why would he want to do that? It was at this point that I'm assuming he... 
just wanted his life to be a bit easier, and he realizes that his wife was the main source of contention. Bum, bum, bum. (laughs) (laughs) But this is where I'm going to stop for just a second for a quick break from our sponsor. Hey, Paige. What you doing? Subscribing to BarkBox. Oh, is that the one where the puppers get a monthly box full of toys and treats? Also, doesn't charge you more for having a bigger dog so that each pup gets the size of treats and toys that they need? Yeah, that's the one, Sam. And did you know that if you use our link, BarkBox.com forward slash M3 True Crime Pod, you'll get a whole ass month free. Let us help you spoil the shit out of your puppers. And we're back. (laughs) Uh, So super quick recap. Couple had broken up and they were in the process of beginning a divorce and all of that lovely shit. Due to Dushmagoo Wartman not keeping it in his pants. Let's get into the dumbass things that this dumbass does. It still pisses me off. Shortly after moving out, he sneaks back into his old home. And he puts a little something into his wife's toothpaste. Stacy remembers brushing her teeth one day. And it burning awfully. Like, it was just terrible. So she immediately spit it out. But this wasn't before their oldest daughter, who was still very young at the time, also used the toothpaste. How did he put it in the toothpaste? I have no idea. Not gonna lie, it doesn't go into detail how he did it, but he did it. So, like I said, it was, um, so she used it. It burned awfully. And she immediately spit it out. But earlier, her oldest daughter, their oldest daughter had used it. She was still very, very young at the time. Thankfully, both are well. Because you don't normally swallow toothpaste. Right. I mean, my kids would more than likely swallow toothpaste, whereas an adult would not. Mm -hmm. So that was really fucking stupid. Yeah. Wow, you're a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she thought that it might have just been a weird reaction to the toothpaste. Maybe they had some weird thing going on with the family. Don't know. So she ended up getting her her parents to like put a little bit on their tongue same reaction so they're like this is weird she ends up keeping a hold of this toothpaste tube though she just keeps it they don't use it again she just puts it away for later a few weeks later stacy was informed by the collier collierville (laughs) police department that her husband used his office for a bit of research now my thought was why would the police be interested in his search history because like, if they're interested in his search history, they should, they probably, they probably have us on a watch list. Uh, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but. My boss asked me the other day, he was like, he told me to Google something. I forgot what it was. And I was like, well, I can't Google it on our computer. I'll have to go Google it on my phone. He was like, okay. He was like, and then I was like, wait, I don't want that on my history. <laughs> and then he was like, let me see your history. I was like, hell no. <laughs> Like, that's not going to happen. That's a personal question. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to go to HR for that one. (laughs) He doesn't know about this, does he? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. Hell no. So, the reason they were so interested in his search history is because he was searching for ways to hire a hitman using Bitcoin. Why people don't realize that Google is not the place for this, I will never understand. (laughs) But... Anyway, (laughs) other than searching for a hitman, he also searched for various toxins that would poison someone. So you remember how I said that she saved her toothpaste? Mm Mm-hmm. Once they told her this, it was like, oh shit, 
I wonder if that's what was wrong with the toothpaste. Hands it over, gets it tested, and it tests positive for a poison. Shit. Hold on a second. They are really lucky that he is so fucking dumb. Oh, he's fucking infuriatingly dumb. Because <laughs> really, I mean, they could have died. Both of them. Oh, I know. And if he would have put it in something else that everybody used. Well, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, what if he would have put it in, like, the milk or some shit like that that everybody drank? Yeah, he's a dumbass. A condom. A condom. A condom? <laughs> no. <laughs> a condom. It is the, uh, it is a flowery plant that you may have heard of. Belladonna? No. Wolfsbane. Oh. Yeah. It's got many names. Uh, monk's hood, wolfsbane, leopard's bane, mouse bane. Lots of banes. Women's bane. I think bane means something, right? Evil helmet, queen of poisons, or blue rocket. <laughs> it's actually a really pretty flower, um, but it's very highly toxic uh, when ingested in large enough quantities, and it can very much result in death. Yeah, bane literally means poison. Yeah, but also it has hit. It's it can be used medicinally as long as it's prepared properly. It's kind of like pufferfish. Don't fuck with it unless you have been trained to fuck with it. Sam's wise advice. Anywho, the Collierville, Collierville, I cannot fucking say that. It's hard. Collierville Police Department was working on getting their indictment ready for this twatapus. But before they could officially charge him with attempted murder, the TBI swooped in and plopped his ass right in jail for attempting to hire Hitman. What, did he Google a Hitman and then it ended up being the TBI? I and that's so. how they called him. Well, he he contacted. I, I'm I'm not entirely sure how how specifically it went down. I'm assuming he went how to hire a hitman using Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And he was then he then found said hitman, but it actually turned into turned out to be an under, undercover TBI agent. TBI agent. <laughs> and then he met up with this undercover agent. Right. And he was held on a fifteen million dollar bond. Which I was like, damn. Yeah. I've, I've not seen one that high in a really long time around here. But according to court documents, he had provided this hitman with details about Stacy, Personal details. Her schedule. All of the things. What she would be doing at any given time that he knew of. And he made plans to have her murdered on their youngest child's birthday. Yeah, that's fucked up. But wait. There's more. This absolute contasaurus pulling out all my fun words today, told this hitman that it didn't matter if the children were home or not when said murdering was happening. Yeah, let's just traumatize them in the meantime. That's what I was thinking. Like, what the fuck? Not only had she gone through hell and back, because we all know how how being a mom and planning birthday parties are. <laughs> Shit's hard. <laughs> hell and back. <laughs> Birth- yeah, kids' birthday parties suck. But she, she, <laughs> it was beach-themed, so, like, she had to actually put effort into it. It wasn't like, oh, let's just go have a barbecue. Like, it was, there was effort put into it. And you know how difficult it is and how wonderful children react sometimes to certain things. Oh, yeah, we just... <sighs> experienced a kid's birthday party yesterday mom life (laughs) (laughs) but like it doesn't matter if the kids are home let's murder her on the kid's birthday that way they'll never forget like what the fuck dad of the year award right there so he's in jail a few months later in july he decides to try to hire a cellmate to kill his wife while in jail that was very animated (laughs) 
How stupid. He's an attorney. I don't care what his specialty was. You have to know not to do this shit when everything is recorded. Yeah, he's dumb. Also, we already know he's a dumbass. Cellmates, they just want some time out. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they're anything to cut the time, anything at all. I just, anyway. So he had planned to pay him $10,000, and he offered up his NCAA championship ring and other football memorabilia. Like my, my question was, how do you transfer $10,000 to somebody if you are in jail? Because it's not like he could be like, hey, wife, give this person money, or hey, attorney, give this person money, because he's representing himself. <laughs> like, how does how does that transaction work? Maybe that's what the, the cellmate was thinking, too. Like, fuck you, I'm going to, what's hell? <laughs> I'm going to tell your mama. <laughs> he probably had a side piece, so she was dealing with his money. Maybe. What bothers me about all, about all of this obviously is the whole murdering thing but (laughs) besides that he was in jail they got him he was they got him Mm -hmm. between the toothpaste the web searches the sitting down with a fucking undercover tbi agent they got him oh yeah there was no denying that he was attempting to murder his wife yeah not only did he uh, attempt to murder his wife he also got his child sick i don't understand that Almost killed his child. And yes. Yeah. Could could have potentially killed everybody in that house. Mm-hmm. If he had succeeded in murdering his wife, he would have absolutely gotten first-degree murder because it was absolutely premeditated. There was no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. None. So with this being in my head, and me not being an attorney, he should know that he could potentially get alive for all of this shit. Mm-hmm. But even being in jail, he was still going to try to take her life. Which would leave their children motherless, and both of them, both parents being out of the picture. Obviously, he does not give a shit, Sam. That that has he's an absolute narcissist, apparently. Yeah, that ship has sailed. He does not give two shits. But that's what bothers me the most. Like I don't. It's to the point where if he if he can't be out and be free, then she can't either. Like she still has to be dead. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't get freedom. She's not either. That's crazy. Yeah, he does not give two shits about those kids. So all I could think of was, what if he had succeeded? Where would these kids go? I'm positive Stacy had family, so, like, they would have been taken care of. But that still doesn't, the extra trauma, that, just no words. So when they began the trial process, he decided to enter a best interest plea. Which, in the most basic of terms, means that he is not necessarily pleading guilty, but he'll take the punishment, as if he had. I don't know what the point of that is. Maybe it's just to be like, not have to go through a full-blown trial. But he was he was sentenced to 30 years on the attempted first-degree murder and 8 years on the solicitation account to be served concurrently. Which means, at the same fucking time. And how old is he? Or how old was he then? Okay. Or when does he, when is he set to be released? I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So, instead of it being 30 years plus 8 years... No, no, no. It's just a total of 30 years, and by when he's done with his eighth year, he doesn't have to worry about that whole solicitation charge. It's gone. It, it's, he, he's done with that. Even though he did it twice. Even though he did it twice. Which, again, absolute bullshit, because obviously his actions show that he had no remorse. Oh, yeah. None whatsoever, because not only did he attempt to murder her, he attempted to hire someone... And then after behind bars, he did it again! During the sentencing hearing, he was allowed to make his 
comments. Pretty much, I'm, pre- I'm almost positive that in order to, to enter the best interest plea, he has to also make a statement regarding, like, some type of apology mm-hmm. for his actions. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, we all know he doesn't mean one bit of it. Hello. So he should have never been allowed to speak. Like, he, he has no remorse. That's, that's, the problem with, that's the problem with this for me. He has zero remorse. So he should get none of that. No. But they allowed him, and this is what he said. No apologies which I offer will ever be sufficient to all who I have disappointed, let down, and hurt. I apologize to Stacy, the Jones, my parents, my family, and most of all, I apologize to my three precious children. That was the most basic of apologies that anybody has ever said in all times. I'm surprised he didn't just get up there and be like, sorry. <laughs> his sentence is set to end in 2042, but his first eligibility date to be released for parole was 2018. Are you shitting me? Three years after he was convicted. But he got denied. He got denied. And that's absolutely bonkers to me. <laughs> just three years. Could you imagine? He, he getting released after three years of traumatizing this entire family? Trying to kill somebody. Yes! He is currently still in prison, and his next eligibility for parole... Actually, his next parole hearing is set for 2026. How old was he? Do you remember? I don't recall. I'm looking. Why does it not say how old he is? He was born in 1976. Boom. 46. Well, now he's he was, 46. He was 39 at the time that he tried all this bullshit. He is 46 now. Mm-hmm. So, and he could be out in... 2026. So, four years. So, he'll be 50. Mm-hmm. Hope he drops the soap. Every time. I hope he stubs his toe on the bed every time he walks by. I hope whenever he puts on a fresh, clean pair of socks, he immediately steps in somebody else's piss or vomit. Good one. Mm-hmm. That's really good, actually. I hate wet socks. They are the worst. <laughs> Especially in piss. That's disgusting. <laughs> Especially when you can't change them right away. Yes. That's my story of our crazy random happenstance of uh, finding this bullshit. Surely he got his license taken away, right? You know, did, did you know that you can look at the Tennessee State website for attorneys and know if they've gotten any disciplinary Complaints. actions? Yeah. Cool. Surely he's not able to practice anymore. Oh, I'm sure he's not. But, you know, let's let's check anyway. I wonder what Fred Wartman the second has to say about Fred Wartman the third trying to kill somebody three times. I don't know, but Stacy is a fucking saint because she's like in the article that she kind of gave him background and stuff too. She also talked about his attempts and everything, and she was like, "My kids know that he didn't want me alive." She informed them of all of this stuff with a child psychologist, so it was child appropriate in the way that they spoke about it. Right. And then she's like, they pray for his heart to change. And then she's she went on to say that she hopes he stays in prison until at least they turn 18. That way they can make their choice on their own whether they want him in their lives or not. And again, I'm over here going, no. Because what happens if somebody pisses him off later on? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't understand. The world's shittiest attorney. Yeah. You got anything fun for me today? I remember the little things that I looked up, and it was shitty police officers. (laughs) What a pair we are today. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, it, it's fucked up, too. Like, it's so fucked up. I'm trying to see if I can find it real quick. Okay. But, like, one of them was um, this couple, they just had gone to, like, a farmer's market or some shit. And he, they got pulled over. It smelled like, um, you know, marijuana, mm-hmm. which whatever. And he did say he was smoking before, but there was nothing there. Mm-hmm. Well, at the, I think it was, I swear I think it was a farmer's market. They bought homemade soap. Mm-hmm. And this police officer thought that it was cocaine. How do you mistake soap for cocaine? I don't know. Even in a powdery form. It wasn't powder. It was like the bars. The homemade what bars. The shit? Yeah. It was, and then he thought it was like a block of cocaine. Because they're going to carry that shit around. Just they, in the open. Right. And he even tested it. And the test came back that it was cocaine. Like, you know, just on the spot tester. So the couple... I did not realize they had something of the sort. Yeah, that they can test meth, cocaine, and something So else. did he reuse this test and it happened to have cocaine on it already? I don't know that part, but I do know the couple went to jail for, I believe this one was 24 hours, if I'm not mistaken. And they got out and they had retested the soap and it was fucking soap oh yeah. my god so they went to jail for 24 i'm pretty positive this one was 24 hours what in the super troopers bullshit is that okay and then there's another there's multiple of these sam it's insane so there's another one um he was pulled over and he had jolly ranchers in his like cup holder still in the wrapper and the cop thought it was meth tested it said it was meth and he also was taken to jail but wait there's more there's another one where she had a bowl like tupperware bowl Mm -hmm. and had a spoon and the cop was like what's that spoon got on it and she was like spaghettios and he was like nah homie that's not spaghettios and he tested it and it came back as meth. And she was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. She was like, that's not even my spoon. She was like, that came from my friend's house. I literally just left my friend's house. I was eating spaghetti and now I'm heading home. And he was like, well, you got some meth on there. And she was like, no, fuck you. I don't. She was in jail for 30 days. And Are then they found serious? out the test finally came back and it was SpaghettiOs. It was not meth. What the shit? Could you imagine? Oh, I'd be suing. I'd be suing the shit out of every single one of them. Oh, yeah. Anybody that had their hands on me, on the evidence, anything, I'd be suing. That was bullshit. And I may have gotten those details a little bit wrong, but... Okay, do you recall where this was? Like, any of these any locations? Pretty positive one was Florida. <laughs> of course. <laughs> was it the SpaghettiOs one? <laughs> I can't remember. That's okay, going to kill so... me now. <laughs> Hold on, I can't find All it. I can think of when, when you said the bowl with the spoon was uh it's always sunny in philadelphia where dennis is eating cereal as he's driving (laughs) (laughs) that is all i can think about spa day you mean spaghetti day what spa spa what's spa (laughs) you mean spaghetti i love that that's crazy though it's this wasn't even it though like there was so many of those where they tested it no this one was georgia Jailed for more than a month after cops thought that it was meth, but really it was just SpaghettiOs. Hmm. Yeah, she was there for a month. That was Georgia. So now brings back my question of these tests. Did they actually do it and just say, and a couple of questions actually. One, did they actually test it? Two, 
how sanitary is all of this? So is it like open a package and like swab it and then you figure it out from there? Or we should ask Patrick patty cakes. Yeah, we need to ask. (laughs) Include him in our dumbassery. Or three, did they just pretend to do it and say, oh, failed for math. Gotta go. I mean, really? Like, I don't know. Because literally it was SpaghettiOs. She was in jail for 30 days for oh, SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs. I would be pissed the fuck off. Oh, yeah. No, that... Mm. And she didn't have the money to bail out, so that's why she was in there for the 30 days, because she didn't have the money no, to bail I'd out. No, I'd sue the shit out of all of them. Yeah, and then one was Jolly Ranchers, and the other one was soap. Homemade soap. That police officer... Office, blah, blah, that police officer never seen homemade soap before? Apparently not. What the shit? I just... I don't get it. I need to know how they do these tests. I need to know the procedure. We'll ask patty cakes. But it also might be different in each state. Yeah, that's what I was trying to look up to see if I can find the... I had the... Maybe I still have it up. That's crazy. I thought it was crazy. And there was so many. There wasn't just like a few. It was... There was a lot. Oh, I bet. This is the problem with not requiring a psychological to see if there's any sign of narcissism prior to allowing somebody to be a police officer. That doesn't fucking work. There, There are tests. But I promise you, those tests do not fucking work. So, the soap one, they were in jail for 30 days, Pennsylvania. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. He was charged with drug trafficking. Oh, my God. He lost his job, his apartment, and his possessions. And it says the real reason the vehicle was pulled over was that it was a luxury car, a Mercedes-Benz with out-of-state license plates, driven by a Hispanic woman. Fuck off with that. That's some bullshit. Of course, the charges were dismissed after a lab test verified that the substance was indeed motherfucking soap. But he still had to pay 32000 in bail and court costs, even though he was innocent. Nope, I'd sue. I'd sue the shit out of it all. In the end, it cost Pennsylvania taxpayers $195,000. That is not enough. That is bullshit. It says around 33% of field tests examined by authorities in Las Vegas were wrong. The Florida Department of Law Enforcement Lab discovered that 21% of substances police identified as meth using the test were not meth. I mean, how could you mistake? I mean, I've never been around meth. I don't know what the fuck meth looks like. But I know what a damn Jolly Rancher looks like, let me tell you. We'll see that it does. Not to justify the It was still anyway. in the wrapper, though. Yeah, I know. That's, <laughs> they're dumb as fuck is what they are. But they, they can color it to look like candy. And that is a problem. But if it was clearly, and I mean clearly, a Jolly Rancher, (laughs) then it shouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, New York was the one for the Jolly Rancher, and they did not admit any wrongdoing. Wow. Sounds like they would fit it right with Wartman there. I hope they sued, too. I hope they all sued. Yeah. I hope they all sued. Yeah, they got 33000 but they only had to stay in jail for, I think, 24 hours. I think that's the one that was only in there for 24 hours. Yeah. The other two were in there for a month, which is bullshit. It is bullshit. I cannot believe that. See, this is why, li- listen, I have gotten to a point where I am okay with cops, mm-hmm. but still, like, whenever cops are around, it's like, that trigger, it just triggers me. Mm-hmm. Because I was always told that cops were the bad guys. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. And I'm trying not to teach my kids that. <laughs> Cops are supposed to be the good guys. They're supposed to help you. They're not supposed to incriminate you 
or hurt you. Yeah. But fortunately, there are those out there. Yes, and I've seen way too many of them, and so that's why I'm just like. I will say there are some fucking fantastic cops out there. Though. Oh yeah, like, there's for a sure. lot of them, and the bad 100%. assholes are the ones that give every, all of them a bad name. I know, and it sucks that there are some bad people, but there's bad people everywhere, not yeah. just cops. But yeah, but I'm trying to get over it. I'm I'm still I'm working on it. Remain cautious. <laughs> yes, I definitely definitely remain cautious. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was crazy. And there's more. Like, that's just the top three that I found. But there is definitely more. Maybe we more. need to, to have a whole ass, like, bonus episode for Patreon about the terrible thing. About the things. About the things. No, about about all the, the things, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I got distracted. But, yeah. So, the ending wasn't very funny, but it is, that's fucking crazy. Mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. So, if you stuck with us this far, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Come again. <laughs> That's what she said. Yes, she did. Uh, <laughs> so if you would like to contact us in any way, you can do so by uh, finding us on the social media, which are currently the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook. Now we also have an email that is m3truecrimepod at gmail.com. Yay! Uh, and I will have the link tree down below for all of our shit. All of it. Yep, we've got a website, we've got a Patreon, we've got affiliates. Yes. And and there's a little button for all of our social medias and all of that stuff. So like Ooh. And case case suggestions. Yes. Please we need that. yeah. Fun facts. Weird stories, creepy stories, splooge stories. We want them all. Paige wants them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just send them in. We'll figure it out from there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway, uh, what else do we got? Whenever you listen to us, if you don't care just to hit those five stars, rate us, like us. The way your head is moving currently is fantastic. Yeah, you talk too much. (laughs) 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 Got a little warm in front of her. That is beautiful. Um, But yeah, no, rate us, like us, um, talk to us on Instagram. We love that shit. We do. And if you get bored, you could just go through our Instagram and look at the comments that I make to the people that are like, DM us on blah, 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 blah. It's fantastic. Yeah, they... The, there was only one that responded to it. The promote bots or whatever. Yeah. Promote it on blah, blah, blah. Every time. It's, yeah. Sam loves to troll them. I it's do. quite funny. I, I do realize that it's probably just a bot. I do get that. I 1,000% understand. But it makes her feel better. But it makes me happy to get... To scream at them and say, Ah, stranger danger! <laughs> <laughs> It is interesting. Or, or the one that was like, <laughs> promote on Canada, something or other. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. It's the geese. <laughs> they scare me. <laughs> the geese and not the moose? Yeah. Mm. The army of geese. The moose scare me more. No, the the meese? The geese army scare me more. Is it the meese or the moose? The meese. I don't fucking know. Mooses. <laughs> Mice. Moose eye? <laughs> Mice. <laughs>
Musai. Um. Achu. Kensei <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye.